Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 262. I'm Sean, and joined with me on St. Patrick's Day week is Off-Road Leprechaun Andy. Sure, thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get into. It is, in fact, uh, the week of St. Patrick's Day. Uh, first things first, yesterday, driving home, I'm on a... Uh, PCH and second in Long Beach here for local people if they're familiar. And it's it's gridlocked as it always is on a nice, you know, I say summer day in, you know, March. Uh, guy is towing his boat, two cars in front of me, and uh we're going through PCH from second and uh toward toward Naples. And a little car, like little Prius car, Basically, it's like, uh, and goes right in front of him, turning from PCH on to second. And the truck was so pissed, Andy. He does the move. And I was like, you goddamn asshole from three car, two cars back. It's like, cut us off. You're slowing us all down. The truck towing the boat drives like swerves into the other lane. He didn't need to. He's like sped up to do this and like tries to like absorb this little car into his car, like eat boat or something like, cause his trailer is it's 40 feet of car or more 50 feet of car versus, you know, nine feet, maybe not even probably seven feet of car. Um, and all this is happening. Like, you know, it's, you're moving at six miles an hour, uh, to the next red light. And, uh, I just see these two cars stop. And, uh, cause he's trying to swerve, like he's in the bike lane, the little car trying to go around the truck to get in front of him. He's like, oh, I was in front of you, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, the little guy in the little car is out of his car. And I just see the truck stop too. And then that I can't really see all of it. Cause the truck is high up. There's a boat also, but I'm, I have a decent vantage point staring straight at the little car. That's kind of in like the bike lane, if you will. And I just see. The guy in the little car gets shoved into his car, like against it. And then they start throwing blows, just punches, punches, punches. I take out my phone and try and start filming. And of course it takes a photo. Yeah. So I miss about five seconds worth of the punching and all the fighting. <laughs> then I get it on video. And at this point, the guy, the little guy, I don't know. It's hard to tell. They're on the like the uh, hood of the little car, and they're rolling around. The guy in the truck took the other guy's shirt off, <laughs> and then, like a homeless guy's walking on the side of the street, and he's getting like a front row seat. He's standing there just watching them. Everyone's just parked, watching, like stop! Ah! And uh, the little guy goes like wrestle move and grabs this guy. They like fall onto the curb and he pins him. He pinned the guy from the, that was in the truck. And, uh, it was so bizarre. Like I don't witness a whole lot of road rage, so I don't know how they typically end, but this one was just like, you fuck you. All right. Give him my hat back. All right, we're done. Cool. I'll see you at that bar later. And they drove off. Well, the little guy flew off. He left with his shirt off and everything. <laughs> the boat guy just pulled over. Like, I don't know if he was dazed or what. And also, like, all the while, the boat guy's, like, girlfriend or wife, whatever was in the car, she gets out and just starts staring, watching, like, this is my husband. Ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, so that had happened. Um, I'll send you the video if you like. <laughs> I yeah. didn't get the best stuff. Like, they were throwing punches. Uh, but, I only got a blurry photo at that point. Yeah. I mean, how is that supposed to end at a certain point? It's just like, all right, well, neither of us want to go to the hospital. So we'll just yeah, like and- what was so weird, like the little guy, I, I call him the little guy. Like he was chubby. He was shorter than the other guy, but he was in the little car. He gets like gets into his car and the other guy walks around like, here's your shirt. Is this your hat or my hat? <laughs> I have like a trade off. Here's your gear. Here's my gear. It was so weird. It's like, yep, yeah, that's America. Of course, you would think, though, a guy going to boat would be like, hmm, I'm excited to sail the seas today. I'm going to have a, you know, a, a hard seltzer and uh, enjoy my time. Maybe catch a fish. 
It's like, no, this guy's like, God damn it. Gah, 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 let's fight. Like, Whoa. All right in front of my house. Yeah. I, don't, I just wouldn't even bother a guy with a boat. Even if they're wrong. Just be like, yeah, you know, he's got a boat. Well, the little guy was wrong. He cut everyone off. Yeah. I don't think he realized like the truck was going fast or maybe he just like he shouldn't have been turning. We had a green light. And they, you know, those people do that move like, oh, I'm fast in my car. It's like, no, you're a dick. Um, but I don't know. Uh, certainly not worth instigating to the to a fight. <laughs> like Ridiculous. Good old California. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy, you ready to move on to some other news? Yeah. I'm going to say this the way you say this. Okay. Um, Juicy Samala uh, is going to jail. Yeah. So we touched on this a while ago. Who was the guy that faked like a race attack or something in like at like 3 a.m. when he was coming home from Subway, as one often would do? And like, the more people like pieced it together, like the more ridiculous it all sounded. Like then they like they poured bleach on him and had a noose on him. Yeah, it's like that like, all sounds very premeditated them. to me. Like. This guy every night at 3 a.m. goes to Subway, comes home. We're going to get him. I don't believe it. Also, how many people that are in Chicago wear a Trump hat? You know what I mean? I mean, I think that's a pretty aggressively left-leaning city. Maybe not in the city limits, but I mean, Chicago is a huge place. Yeah, but wasn't it in the city limits? I don't know. Probably. I think it was downtown. I mean, it's a big, Where else are you going to find a subway open at 3 a.m.? I don't know. I I mean, I think they're all open. Like, no. <laughs> I went to a subway. 3 in the morning? I went to a subway at 3 in the morning once. Oh, my. Did someone uh, put a noose around your neck? No. <laughs> I, think it was in this, I think it was in Costa Mesa, technically. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. But right, it was open. Well, yeah. I was like, maybe that's it's the, a normal thing. Maybe this was that's you the know, one thing that's open. So Next to Top Golf, 40 miles outside of the city. Yeah. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah, well, I'll tell uh, you. I'll tell you the whole details. You'll understand, but uh, not that interesting to the podcast here. Oh, I see. Uh, well, the other f- interesting thing. So at the court hearing, I think he only got like ninety days or something in jail on community service or a fine or whatever. But he shouted repeatedly, "I am not suicidal." Yeah, so they I, wouldn't put him in the suicide room. I don't know. Well. That, so he wouldn't get drafted into the suicide squad? People think, like, you know, how Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. It's like, oh, I don't think Juicy has any secrets yeah. that are going to get him killed, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how would I know? But that's where my uh, like mind goes when he's shouting, I'm not suicidal well, if I die. Do people really want to hurt? Like, the thing I'm thinking of is just like of... Um, being like abused in jail, either by the guards or by other inmates or something where it's like, Hey, uh, I don't want them to make up a story about me, but like, he's not like a child molester. He's not going to get beat up in jail. Right. There's well, I'm also assuming he's not going to, you know, Arkham. He's going <laughs> yeah. to like, where like city jail. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can play tennis at these places and shit like that. Can you play hockey with Emilio think, Estevez? I don't think so. Okay. Well, and he's not interested. Yeah. But yeah, so that happened. I mean, that feels like it was like four years ago already that yeah, the, court the attack took forever, place. Yeah. Um, so you won't be seeing Juicy on TV, I don't think, for a while. He'll be in some sort of reality show, I'm sure, in yeah. two years. And he's then- been dying to infiltrate jail like the... <laughs> I don't remember the show with Dr. Drew with like celebrities where it had yeah. like mini me peeing in his little scooter like on a bush <laughs> or something. The like detox house or something it was it's called. Celebrity rehab. Yeah. Yeah. Do that in, uh, in prison with celebrities. You get um, Lori Lachlan. Is that her name? Was she ever in actually jail? I think she, jail. they would probably went to the same jail. You know, yeah. it's like, they only have a, a Neiman Marcus outlet store we could shop at online in this jail. That kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on, Andy. Tell us about John Woo's new movie. Uh, his first American movie, uh, or I guess Western movie, whatever you want to define it, 
in uh, almost 20 years. So um, John Woo did uh, like Face Off and uh, Mission Impossible 2. And it looks like the last movie he made out here was Paycheck with uh, Ben Affleck way back when. Uh, but he he said he was going to retire, but then he was still making movies in Asia. Uh, but he's always making he's making a new one called Silent Night. And uh, the gimmick Christmas behind movie? it is not a Christmas movie. The gimmick behind it is that there will be no dialogue throughout the whole movie. Oh, my God. Just a straight action movie. Does he really think anyone that's young can watch this movie? I mean, it's it's John Woo. So he's like a legendary action guy. So. I'm sure he'll make it entertaining, but I mean, those like those like the raid movies and stuff. It's like they didn't need dialogue; they're just people running through buildings, fighting each other. So, uh, <laughs> I guess. But why are they fighting? Uh, context clues: you just got to figure out they're criminals and they're cops. <laughs> you, you took know? my briefcase. Like, <laughs> yeah. can't say that. Can't. Exactly. How am I supposed to know? I don't know how this is going to work. Maybe. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe it's road rage, and you're watching it from your Maybe. car point of view so i had no idea what those guys were saying up there it was up to oh, me to so fill in the blanks you can't know what's happening but people are speaking but uh oh so it's just making a silent film one of the first films no, that's like, I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure that sounds really knows um i don't know if there's any um like a premise here or anything um but to show about nothing yeah uh, Joel Kinnaman will be in it. Uh, I like Joel Kinnaman, like the the brother killing. of Nicole. Uh, Kinnaman, Kinnaman. Oh. Ah, yes, he's Swedish. Well, it's exciting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I like him, but I I want to see what this weird ass silent movie is going to be. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you hear them like fighting, or is it literally no sound? I just said no dialogue, so okay. not no sound. It's not a silent film. It's no dialogue, so it's going to be, that would be a lot of punch weird. sounds. Yeah. It's going to be like when Mac does his fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects. That'll be the only sound in the movie, yeah. Okay. Well, pretty good. No rewrites there, I'd assume. Yeah. All right, what about Deadpool? Uh, they just announced Deadpool 3's director. So Deadpool 3, third in the series. And a third director too, so they can't they can't keep a director. So uh, it's been a while since Deadpool two came out. Uh, the series has been in flux with the whole Disney Fox stuff. So uh, Disney bought the rights to or bought Fox, which included the rights to Deadpool and other X Men related characters. Uh, so they needed to figure out how to work a Deadpool three into whatever they're doing. Uh, it had been confirmed that when they do make it, it would be part of the MCU, but the thing about Deadpool is he can do whatever he wants because he's self-aware that he's in a comic book or in a movie. So I don't it doesn't matter. That's interesting. Weird. Uh, I do want to see what they ever do with it, but uh, yeah, they did finally announce uh, Sean Levy will be directing. So Sean Levy is a uh, must be handpicked by Ryan Reynolds because his last two movies uh, starred Ryan Reynolds. It was a free uh-huh. guy. And uh, a movie I'm gonna I did watch this week that I'll talk about later, uh, the Netflix movie The Adam Project. So uh, I think it's a weird choice. I think it's Ryan Reynolds just want to work with someone he's familiar with. But Sean Levy's mostly made uh, like kids entertainment. I would say he did the uh, Night in Museum series, uh, and then this The Adam Project. Somehow they made movie. a third one of those. No one knew that. Yeah, I I don't know if I saw that one. Um, I don't know if Owen Wilson came back, which is uh, very important. I don't know. But yeah, I mean that was that was a hit, I guess. They made three of them, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's made a lot of like PG, PG thirteen types of movies, and uh, Deadpool is not that. So, uh, but the other, the other part of the story is that uh, they're not they're not ready for it. It is not going to f- film this year, so that means it's probably at least a couple years away still. So twenty twenty four is probably when you'll see Deadpool three. But wow, yeah, and the second one was yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah, it'll be a long Been time. A while. All right, Andy. Uh, William Hurt died. Yeah, this was sad but expected. He uh, hasn't been working very much and uh, definitely had cancer. And it's one of those things where, uh, well, well, he he battled with it, and oh, it's you know in remission or 
and then it comes back. I'm not sure. I don't know all the details, but it, it sounds like it's one of those cases of uh, it just even when you uh, have some success against cancer, it's always there. Uh, and, you know, he's older. And uh, so he did pass. He's only uh, 71, which isn't isn't old. It's like you people last much longer and continue to act well into their 80s. I'm sure he had uh, more to do, but uh, he had a really great run in the in the 80s in a bunch of movies. He was nominated for an Academy Award three consecutive years in the mid 80s. So, um, I I really like his his first movie, Altered States, is just such a weird weird thing. But he was he always had such a, like a um, adult presence, or just like I I trust that guy. So <laughs> it just seems like. A guy who knows what he's doing, he's competent. I don't know. But um, he recently has been in Marvel movies, which is maybe somewhat sad. It can be part of his legacy. That's like, hey, he's a guy from Marvel movies. Like, no, he's more than that. But uh, he was in one of the first Marvel movies, The Incredible Hulk. And then he was he's probably had the longest span of being in Marvel movies than any other actor because he was in The Incredible Hulk in 2008. And he was most recently in Black Widow in 2000. 21 so uh and that's where he was that role was really small he didn't look very healthy uh so like i said it was this was not expected or mm. not unexpected um yeah i thought he'd be a bigger role in that black widow movie but it ended up just being like a one scene cameo it's like oh well for a guy who uh had been reported that he was sick for this thing to be such a small part it didn't seem good but um so, R.I.P. He will be missed. Yeah. Go watch A History of Violence or watch his five-minute scene. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. He was he was nominated for Academy Award, and he was in it for five minutes. So, Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we do have a new movie. Puss in Boots. Two. The We're last talking about wish. Talking about sequels that take forever. Puss and Boots, too. We've been waiting. We've gone yeah, so long. 2011. With, gone so long without any Shrek in our lives. Just, uh, it seems it seems insane. Like, Shrek is so popular and important, I think. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, Shrek's such a big deal. It seems stupid, but Shrek was a huge fucking hit. They're and that fun. they haven't, they haven't, like, milked that franchise to death. Uh, that they actually, they made a spinoff with Puss and Boots, and they're like, it took him this long to actually finally get together to make a sequel to that. So when he is explaining who he is and he's like, ah, ha, 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 it's a hairball. Yeah. It's a, it's a good I character. lost my mind. <laughs> they, they wrote a good character for Antonio Banderas. Yeah. It's like, all right, what could we do? All right. Just have him speak in his normal accent and it'll be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a cat. Yeah. But I'm excited. Like is said, this like I'm, a Universal Plus? This is going to be a real movie, I think. I mean, okay. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm surprised there isn't like 45 Shrek spinoffs already. Yeah, I'm really surprised there's not like a Shrek Land. Uh, is there yeah. a Shrek Land? Well, there's there was like a Shrek show at Universal Studios. They had like a it's like one of those 3D movie things I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it was that good. But they probably had some dancing treks or something. But that's that's too creepy for the kids. Don't want yeah. Some. All right. Well, yeah, that's coming uh, September twenty third. Yeah, of this so year. This, this year. Basically, be here yeah. like in a week. I don't think uh, Smash Mouth is going to get back together for the. the you never know, though. Yeah, they might. They kick the guy out of the band. So we can unkick him out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to some movie trailers, Andy, and TV trailers too, including Obi Wan. Just TV shows, two oh. TV series. Uh, yeah, the first one, Obi Wan. Did you watch this trailer? I have not. Uh, this is how you make a trailer. So I can't tell if the show is going to be good, but they bring back uh, a couple iconic pieces of music from the prequel trilogy. Uh, just incredible. Just like, oh, yep, this is this is how you want to feel about Star Wars. Like this, all as bad as the prequels were at points, the music was always just great. So it's like, yeah, just put that in here. Have some images of you and McGregor in robes. It's like I'm in. So I'm I'm really hoping that this is going to be the best uh, Disney Plus series they've ever done because it's a really great trailer. But 
Uh, also, I'm ready to be disappointed. So <laughs> it is it is Star Wars. So not a perfect track record. But uh, yeah, great trailer. I, doesn't mean it's going to be great, but uh, I'm probably more excited than I was two weeks ago. So that's uh, it's coming soon. May 25th, which yeah, is the f- check this 45th, out. 45th anniversary of the original movie. So, whoa, only six episodes. Yeah, so this is uh, different than everything else that it is uh, six episodes and it is definitive. It is not like, oh, and if it's good, there'll be a season two. It's just, no, it's just like, no, this is it. We're going to tell the story and that's that's it. You're done with it. So uh, I like that style better than like, I mean, like The Mandalorian is a good show, but it's definitely like, oh, there's a new thing every week and, you know, yeah. it's kind of aimless. Uh, like we just don't tell know the things. story and be done with it. Yeah. So be about the art, not about the money. Mm-hmm. And there has been some weird reporting about the show that uh, Disney intervened that it was originally too dark. So uh, they made some changes to it. Uh, also a story about they originally were going to bring Darth Maul back into this. So if you remember Darth Maul, the uh, yeah. guy with the red on Disney, the red paint. Yeah, he's too scary. Way too scary. Um, Although I'm pretty sure you could have your avatar set as him yeah. on your app. I mean, obviously you can watch episode one. <laughs> On Disney Plus, so. so yeah, you never know. I don't know. All right, uh, second up in uh, trailers, we have Tokyo Vice. This is coming much sooner to HBO Max, so uh, April seventh. Uh, this is a gritty crime series set in Tokyo. Ooh, Ansel uh, Elgort, produced by Michael Mann. Yeah, it's got Ansel Elgort. It's got a uh, Ken Watanabe. This is always incredible. I mean. It's just anything that's Godzilla fame. Yeah, anything that's in Japan's like, yep, we'll get him. He's he's great. But uh, uh, it looks like this is the story of a, an American who goes to Tokyo to become a crime reporter and learn about uh, the world of crime. Is there a lot and, of crime in Tokyo. Well, there's the Yakuza and they're very professionalized. And they have codes and all this kind of stuff. So it's so interesting stuff. And yeah, it's Michael Mann's directing the first episode and maybe more and producing. It's like this is the guy who's. Uh, like I said earlier, he, he created Miami Vice, so now he's doing Tokyo Vice. But um, this, this isn't his story. It looks like it's based on a book. Uh, but I mean, it could be good. interesting. It looks good. Watch the trailer. It's like, yeah, it's going to be well made. April um, 7th. So 10 episodes here. Mm-hmm. I mean, HBO, it seems like they're been uh, not having a lot of things out as of late. So, yeah, hopefully this is good. All right, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com to pick up the dog leash you didn't know you've been missing. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness, and if you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off just because we sent you. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? i got five. I've got three. Okay. Lead us uh, off. All right. Uh, the first thing I have here, uh, Pam and Tommy wrapped up this week. So it's the Hulu series about uh, Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee in there. Uh, tape that was stolen and then put on the internet and uh, may have led to the creation of online porn. Um, so uh, the show was fine. Didn't live up to the promise. I'd say of the first few episodes, uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, but in the back half, there's still some great stuff. There was a great episode that was more on Pam Anderson's backstory that I really liked really well made. Um, but it didn't, it wasn't as like, didn't feel as important as it seemed at first where it's like, Oh man, like the story, it's going to be this silly crime story with uh, like Seth Rogen's character was going to be like the main character. It seemed like, uh, and he's, you know, doing business with uh, Nick Offerman and Andrew Dice Clay. And it's like, Oh, this is going to be cool. And, and then that kind of goes nowhere to me. It's like, Oh, and it's like, you don't even see Nick Offerman just disappears from the show. And then Seth Rogen's only in like one episode of the last three. And it's just like, it's weird. It was weird. It was it was a weird show. It started off really really well, and it's still I think overall a nice show. But 
didn't love the last half of it. Um, hmm. yeah, okay. But great, great performances from the, t- the two leads there. It's just like they're, they'll get attention for that at least, like portraying those characters. So, because uh, you just kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, they're, those are actors, not the real people. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I've heard uh, it's good. It's fun. Um, you want to do, should I do one? Do you want to do one? Well, I'll do one more because it's also on Hulu and it's right. also starring Sebastian Stan. Oh, look at so, you. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's their favorite guy right now. But uh, it's a movie called Fresh that came to Hulu last week. It is uh, an indie horror thriller type movie, you know, my kind of movie. Uh, it was at Sundance earlier, and I think uh, Hulu ended up bought, buying it and just putting it out as soon as possible. Uh, it is a really interesting, cool premise. It, it starts out like a romantic comedy. It's a a young woman in her 20s, you know, trying to date, using the apps and everything not going well. Um, she's played by an actress named Daisy Edgar Jones, which is confusing because it's like Edgar. But no, that's not her middle name. That's just when it's a hyphen name because that's how you have to do it. Uh, cause British people do that cause British people are weird and everyone's British, but, um, mm-hmm. she was really good. I, I don't, I've never seen her before. So this is like one of her first big things. Uh, but yeah, she just, she meets Sebastian Stan in, in the grocery store and, oh, he's, he's great. Uh, but is he really great? You know, he might seem like it, but is he hiding something dark? Um, I don't want to spoil more than that <laughs> when it gets in it, when it gets into the actual premise of the movie it is um you know, pretty horrifying not in like a moment to moment scary but just the idea of it um has some ridiculous scenes uh but really enjoyable um disgusting and enjoyable so okay uh, pretty pretty good <laughs> uh, it, it is strange if you're just like you're on hulu and you're like oh, I, I like the winter soldier from the marvel movies i'll print put this on it's like no it's, it's not for kids all right <laughs> pretty good yeah so that is fresh i'm right, sure you've ready? seen it it's on the home page there i don't know if i have that was like the first thing that pops up maybe i just haven't noticed it yeah um i finished the seven parter john adams from 2008 on hbo phenomenal uh educational and uh well acted all the way through and through just yeah. i don't know what else to say you probably don't know anything about the guy john adams you, i mean he's not most he's not thomas jefferson he's not he's uh, on George. the nickel <laughs> i don't know is he on coins at all i i don't know they don't really address that I mean, who actually yeah, handles that physical was, currency anymore? I don't gonna be in the show. <laughs> what do you want your legacy to be, John Adams? Like, the nickel. John Adams is on the dollar. There you no, go. Twenty dollars. Oh, even better. Two thousand seven dollar. What the hell? I don't know. It looks like he's on a twenty dollar bill, but that is not him. I thought that was Andrew Jackson. Yeah, I don't know what we're looking at here. This is just. Incorrect. It says on a $2,007. Oh, he had a coin. He had a gold coin. All right. Um, but yeah, so exactly. I think that's why they kind of made this show about him. I mean, he's like uh, George Washington is a robot. According to this movie, at least like or show his whole thing is I'm here to serve. Uh, I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. I'm a general. I can fight. I'm taller than everyone. Um, I don't yet have wooden teeth. And then you have Thomas Jefferson, who he's smart. He's, I think he actually was the main person to write the thing. If I'm remembering correctly. I mean, I watched this over like three or four weeks. Um, John Adams was actually overseas the whole time and, uh, signed it over there. And, uh, What's funny is they show at the end, like some painter does this huge grand painting of, you know, the founding fathers and everyone in Congress surrounding them as they're signing it, which is you know very famous. I'm sure you can picture what that looks like in your mind. And he's like, he's not, you know, 90 years old at this point. And he's like, this is not at all what it looked like. 
I was in France. You imbecile. Like, we were at war. This wasn't just some grandiose thing we signed. Like, we had to do this in hiding. Like, it's fun. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a musical like that one movie? That is not. What's very interesting, and I'm sure nobody knows, at least certainly I didn't. You tell me if you did. John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, not near one another or anything like that. Uh, they hated each other in the later uh, years of their life, but after retirement, we became pen pals and kind of hashed it all up. They both died on July 4th, 50 years to the day of the Declaration of Independence signing. Wow. Yeah, that's... How weird like is that? Nicholas Cage involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's totally worth watching if at at all you can handle history. No one in here has an iPhone, anything like that. Um, but if you like history or you would just like to learn a little bit about our world or just want to watch something entertaining, check it out. Isn't it cool that things like that, you could just watch at any moment. That's wonderful. Like said, I'm remembering now that aired when I was in college. Cause I didn't watch it, but I had HBO on the, on the TV in my room there. And I remember seeing like, Oh yeah. All right. Didn't watch it though. Yeah, but now yeah. you just watch whatever, now anything that ever existed. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, you want, how many do you have left? Three more. I have two. Okay. I'll do, uh, I'll do the Adam project, which I mentioned earlier. This is a new Netflix movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Uh, when I first saw the trailer for this, I was like, I don't need this. I don't need more Ryan Reynolds. I don't need more Netflix original movies. They're usually not great, and they look weird. And it's like you could tell they're not full budget, and they're not meant for movie theaters. Uh, but when this came out, I saw that like people were like, this, is it. this isn't bad. This is, this is kind of good. So I was like, oh, oh I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it. And yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh it's it's like a kind of like a Spielberg type movie. It's uh, Ryan Reynolds goes back in time because uh, they have time travel. The movie just starts like, hey, there's time travel. Don't worry about it. Um, but he's trying to get back to 2018, but he ends up in 2022 and uh, has to meet up with his younger self to like help him wait uh, continue on his mission. Did you just say he goes back to 2022? So he's in present day. Uh, he's it starts in 2050. So oh, Ryan okay. Reynolds, I completely yeah. skipped yeah. that part. Yeah. So that's time travels invented in the future. And now they can go back. Um, and he has to, you know, he meets his younger self. And so it's very kind of like that Spielberg thing of kids in over their head, having to deal with science problems or aliens and stuff in the, in the small town. And, you know, the kid is, is unpopular and now he's got this cool older guy friend. That's actually him, his future self. But, um, I like that part of the movie. Uh, it then kind of becomes more actiony. I liked more of the like small town stuff, science fiction stuff more than like laser swords. But Why is uh, Mark Ruffalo in it. Mark Ruffalo is also in it. Yeah. Why? Because he's an actor. That no, he's like. not. All he has is that confused look. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a movie about time travel, so he's definitely confused in this movie. At point. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I mean. <laughs> We need someone to confuse. Who do we got? Uh, Mark Ruffalo is free. He's not doing an Avengers this week. Bring him in. He's perfect. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good. It's, it's, uh, and it's very emotionally manipulative movie where you could see what it's doing about, uh, I mean, the Ryan Reynolds character's father is dead and had recently passed in the version of the 2022 kid, if that makes sense what I'm saying. So, um, that's a big part of the story. Uh, something that was weird about it. Uh, Catherine Keener plays the like main villain, and um, so they go. They meet her in the current day or in 2022 day, and instead of doing a new actress, they try to do the digitally de-aged thing, and it's horrible. It's like don't just stop doing this. Like it just we have a kid actor playing kid Ryan Reynolds and we have Ryan Reynolds and people believe it. Cause it's a movie. We've done this for millions of years. We don't need to take Catherine Keener. Who's, I don't know, 60 or something. And then try to make a 30 year old version of her. It's just like, no one needs that. Like it's fucking stupid. Um, so that was a big fail on it. Woof. Um, but it's nice, enjoyable movie. Like it's like, Hey, they can make 
fine movies. I guess that's what Netflix's thing. It's like this is not one of the best action movies or science fiction movies I've ever seen, but it's it's more than watchable and it's a good use of Ryan Reynolds who has to be the same character and everything. Yeah. Uh it works because that's part of the character is that, you know, he has to try to be quippy and everything because he's actually hurt because he lost his father as a child. Does he talk to the screen? No, no, there's none of that. Uh, It's a straightforward movie, but okay. um, And the kid does a good job of being 12 year old Ryan Reynolds, just being like a dick. Neat. (laughs) Also a weird thing I read about this is that um, Mark Ruffalo has appeared, has been married to the three main female characters in this movie in different movies across his career. Catherine Kinnear. Yeah. So there's a movie that, and there was a Jennifer Garner in this and people like, Oh, people love that 13 going on 30 movie that they were in. Hmm. Uh, I never saw it, but like, Oh, re reunited them. Those two. It's like, cool. That's what you're into. She's really not an actress. Is she? Cause it's funny on her, you know, IMDb. Her third thing is daredevil. With Ben Affleck, Daredevil, not yeah. the new one. So. Well, it ruined her life, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, yeah, I couldn't really tell you more than two movies I've seen her in or, or know of her to appear, appear in. I think, yeah, I think she really stopped acting to she be does a, those a Capital mom. One commercials as well. Yeah, she does those commercials. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. The last 25 years, I don't know. <laughs> ben Affleck told her he can't work anymore. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll watch this. I don't know. Hour 46 is kind of long. That's not long. <laughs> we'll see. That's a normal length for a movie. I'm busy. The laser swords are cool. Like I said, it wasn't my favorite part of the movie, but I'll defend them. They're cool yeah. laser swords. All right. You ready for mine? Yeah. I don't know if I talked about it at all last week. I've, I'm two episodes in now on the Hulu. Or no, four episodes in? On the Hulu original, The Dropout. Yeah, this is about Elizabeth Holmes uh, founding Theranos, the um, drop of blood uh, wonder machine that never existed uh, based on the true story of life of this person. And uh, I kind of knew a bit about this because I listened to a podcast as well, but a few years ago on this. And uh, it's interesting to just to see how it unfolds and all of that. Um. She talks very much in a deep voice because I guess she's told no one takes seriously, you know, a a little girl, like the sounds of a a high voice. And so she uh, adapted to a very deep voice and it's pretty ridiculous, but uh, it's, uh, it's entertaining. You're kind of just like, oh, wow. It's one of those things where it just like keeps piling up and it's like, okay, well, something's going to have to give because it doesn't really seem to be adding up at this point. Also, what's interesting, um, Eben, Eben, Masa, Bachrock, Bachrock, <laughs> he's in this uh, show. He's also in John Adams. Okay. Pretty yeah. neat. 14 years of art. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think only just, you know, four episodes have aired so far and, uh, next episode is Thursday on Hulu and, uh, it's only eight episodes. So it's one of those deals. They put, they put a few up first and then they do three up front and then one a week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll probably check that out. It's interesting. Um, you know, coming off of the, uh, dope six show. This also has Alan Ruck. And Gail the Snail. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so not bad. Uh, they make the Walgreens people pretty silly. I don't know if they really were. I know nothing of the Walgreens people. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you nothing about them. I don't know who runs the company. I don't either. But, yeah, you can check it out. Okay. And we go with my next one here. Uh, new HBO series called uh, Our Flag Means Death. A pirate comedy. So uh, this is starring uh, Reese Darby of uh, Flight of the Concords and What We Do in the Shadows. A funny New Zealand guy. Uh, And it seems like he's playing a a similar character to the the head of the werewolves. Where it's like, uh, 
he's out of place because he's so nice and uh, he shouldn't be. So he's a pirate, but he's actually he's a rich guy who decided he wanted to be a pirate and he wants to be like positive and uh, work through issues with the crew. And, you know, it's, he, he's funny and it's humorous show. I'm not saying I'm laughing out loud all the time, but uh, I, I like it. Uh, I think it could go somewhere. I've watched half of it. Uh, and I think it's uh, it's one of those things where they're not releasing it weekly, but they're releasing like three episodes at a time or something. It's just coming out quick. Just like, get it out there because it's not it's not an HBO show. It's an HBO Max show, which like I don't really know how they decide on what when they do you can't that tell kind of them stuff. What to do? Uh, but it's also uh, Taika Waititi's producing. He's the busiest man in the entire world, uh, and he's he's in it as well. So uh, he's. He was he plays Blackbeard, the famous pirate. So he's been in a couple episodes so far. And it's like, I don't know where this guy gets the time. Seems like he's attached to every project. And he's yeah, always producer somewhere. Um, but it's cool to have him there because, I mean, obviously he's worked with Reese Darby a lot. He's saying so, strike while the iron's hot, I guess. Yeah, that might be it. It's like, hey, in 20 years, no one's going to remember me. But uh, do work now. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of weird people in it. Like, I wouldn't say it's the most famous cast, but it's like, oh, hey. and it's like a comedy show where it's like, oh, Fred Armisen's in an episode. And, All right. Yeah. They just pop up here and there. I saw yeah. him rowing a, a boat. Yeah. Uh, Nat Faxon. Who, yeah, I saw that. One of the Germans is who I'll, I'll always remember. Do it, do it. Come on. What are you waiting for? Kill me. Come on. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just a bunch of weird people show up. Um. What is it, Grandpapa? <laughs> exactly. That's pretty good, huh? <laughs> but comedy comedies are hard. When you're trying to make a comedy with silly characters, you don't know them yet, so they're not as funny. So I always yeah. give comedies a little more of a pass in the first season. But I don't know if this is like one of these shows that's supposed to be like, yeah, we're going to have eight seasons of it because it's like, no, that's like network sitcoms. That's like Frasier. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, really. I don't think you have more than <laughs> yeah. This is three this seasons is a, of this. This is a pirate show. This you got to film on pirate boats and shit, and go to islands and stuff. Yeah, uh, you don't just have one set, and you have you know Kramer knocks walks in the door, and the whole crowd goes wild. Yeah, it's true. Just totally different types type of show. Although I'd be into that. I'd be like, how are they <laughs> pulling this off? Where is he coming from? Yeah. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's really good the whole way through. Like I said, watched four out of ten, I think, is what it's supposed to be. So, yeah. But yeah. I could just listen to him talk, Reese Darby, just like he's that New Zealand accent is just like funny automatically. Yeah, and he's always so like he's always so positive. So, he's a werewolf, not a swearwolf. Yeah. They have a joke that's like the same joke in this, and I'm like, oh, I wanted that. Just he likes to rhyme. I'm sure. It's funny. Yeah. And you'll never forget the line. No. <sighs> All right. You ready for my last one? Yeah. So Hulu has a deal on, uh, I think it's at least through Hulu. I don't know if it's everywhere. Four months of stars for two ninety nine a month. So I was like, eh, why not? Like, turn it on. There's really not much to watch. Uh, maybe they'll get the Spider-Man. I don't know. It will. But in within the four months? I think so. Okay. Well, then that'll be kind of worth it, I, I suppose. But uh, I already started off, watched from 1984. Charlie Sheen. Patrick Schwayze. Leah Thompson. Red Dawn. Thought it was pretty fitting. You know, Russia's <laughs> going berserk right now. Yeah. Uh, what if they just started coming from the sky, landing over here? Colorado, yeah. That's where you yeah. go first. Um, so I uh, watched it. Really not good. Um, I couldn't give it any better than a five, but I'd probably go more of like a four, 3.5, somewhere around there. Um, I don't know. I, I, It's kids, but it's also like dumb. Like these German, they're German, these uh, Russians and Cubans just are so stupid. Like they can't figure out how to outsmart these kids. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's bad. Uh, it's an 80s movie, though. So, I mean, this is probably wonderful at the time. It's like, yeah, we got two hours. This is so great. Um, 
but it's bad. It's it's bad. And um, I think it's the coolest movie in the world if you're 16. Yeah, probably. You can imagine. Yeah. Get me a gun. I'd kill so many commies. <laughs> What's interesting is, of course, I have to go to the trivia, especially when I'm bored in a show or a movie. It was frequently zero or below while filming. And um, Patrick Swayze got frostbite. And uh, in his later years, it really affected him. Whenever it was cold, his fingers as it felt like needles were just sticking in them. Wow. Yeah. Well, good thing he died early, right? Didn't yeah. have to deal with it that long. Oh, Andy. Yeah, that was a terrible joke. Also, uh, some people called and like two CIA guys came to set one day because there were oh, reports yeah. of Russian tanks near town. <laughs> they were very relieved to realize uh, they weren't actual Russian tanks. So yeah, it's on stars. Um, I've seen the remake where it's like North Koreans uh, from like 20, 2007 or something. And that's probably a lot better just because it's more no, modern no way. How dare you? Um, no, that's well, the movie that was they had to redo it because it was originally China. Oh, and China's like, and fuck China's that. like, if, if you do that, we'll just end all of your businesses forever. Anyone you've ever done business with will be banned forever. So, yeah, yeah, I love all these heroes, in Hollywood, and <laughs> like whatever you want, China, whatever you need, keep keep giving us money. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, like you said, if the if this were nineteen eighty four. No, you were 16 years old. This is probably like, that's it. My life can end now because I've seen this movie. Like, let's just live living in this movie. Uh, and uh, well, that's not me. So I, I it was bad. <laughs> like, I didn't even care to pause it when I got up to, you know, go get some snacks or something. It was bad. It's on stars. Probably other places, too. I watched it on TNT at least nine times. So I've never seen this one. Really? No, I would watch it all the time. Because oh, wow. it is—it's like a fantasy. It's like I could be fourteen and put a grenade under a tank and run away. It's cool. Drink blood of a moose or whatever. <laughs> I was waiting for them to be like, "Oh, fucking with you, you goddamn weirdo!" They're like, "Because this is your first kill. Like we all have done it. We we drink the blood of the you know the thing we kill." And the kid drinks it. <laughs> I was just waiting for like, "Ew, fucking gross!" But no, they're like, "Yeah." Pretty good, huh? Welcome, welcome to the club. It's like, oh my god! Like Yellowstone, the show—they just like you put the first deer, uh, you know, blood on your face. That you know, that's respect to the the animal. It's like, that makes more sense. I'd put some blood on my face. I'm not gonna drink the blood. So yeah, it's a movie, and it's two hours long. Yeah. All right, Andy, you I had one more. It. Uh, yeah, I. Went to see Uncharted. So uh, oh I don't know if I mentioned when I uh, saw Batman last week, I got the like the movie pass thing for AMC where you pay monthly. Yeah. So it was a it was a good deal. It was 25 a month, but the first month was free. Mm. But you got you had to pay for three months. So basically 50 bucks for three months of this thing. So I can see and you three, can go whenever you want three movies a week and you can a see, week. That's a shit ton. Yeah. So who's going to go th- more than three times a week? Uh, and you get all the all the higher quality movies for no extra charge. So that's why that's why I did it because I wanted to see the Batman in the more expensive theater. And it's like that's already like twenty bucks, so why not just Jesus. do this? Yeah, uh, that's pay like, for it. So yeah, I'll go see a movie that probably isn't that good. And uh, yeah, Uncharted isn't that good. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's passable as a movie. There's some. It seems things. like a movie like when you're again when you're like sixteen and it's like I need to get out of the house for two hours. Mom, can you take us to the movie theater? You see that? Yeah, uh, it was a lot of I'd say like people in their twenties or late teenagers, like with friends, uh, maybe a date because it's just like, hey, yeah, we, we got to do something. Um, yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah, like a yeah, restaurant so, costs money. It was so very uh, formulaic, like oh, the people are funny, and then there's a bad guy, and it's just like, and there's a chase and. Uh, I mean, a couple of the sequences were, were cool. The flying pirate ships. It's like, this looks stupid in the trailer, but I was not bad in the actual movie. Uh, but Antonio Banderas was supposed to be like the main bad guy, but he doesn't, uh, stay in the whole movie, which is stupid in my mind. Cause like, he's actually good 
And like, it wouldn't be funny if he's actually not the bad guy. It's like, no, you should just keep him because he actually wants to do a good job. Uh, my only hope is that they got the mediocre one out of the way and now they can make like a good one that maybe get a different writer or a different director and be like, all right, we established the characters and now we can just have a fun adventure movie in Uncharted 2 because uh, there probably will be an Uncharted 2. This movie made decent money and I think they want to go forward with Tom Holland as their guy. So He's done with Spider-Man. No, he's going to do more Spider-Man. Oh. So, that's what I mean. Sony's just like, you will you will pay you forever. You just have to be in all our movies. So um, It's like actors from, you know, the beginning of the time. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, he's with, you know, Warner Brothers Studios. So he's yeah. in every movie they make. Yeah. And it is, it is so strange. It's something that people who uh, don't play the games won't care about. But like the characters are just not the same, which is that it's fine because most people will will not have played the games, but it's such a strange thing to just be like, well, they're the same people, but they're just different. It's noticeably different. Mark Wahlberg is just Mark Wahlberg. He's not trying to do anything more. Um, so it's like maybe with the second one, just like, well, that's how we're going to write the movie towards that. Because, uh, you know, Wahlberg's very hit or miss. It depends on the material. Yeah, you got to put him in the right spot. Daddy's home so, too, for instance. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be worried about thermostats. Really grooved. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, if you haven't already gone out to see it, uh, you don't have to. Wait till it's on stars. There you go. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, Venom Two will be out uh, next month on stars. On stars. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why Sto- Sony picked the one channel no one has as their exclusive cable channel it's not about you know <laughs> how many people have it it's about being cool yeah. it's cool because no one has it like hbo no we're going to stars we're going to stars <laughs> yeah they sold them in their meeting probably mm-hmm. all right anything else to add oh that is it all right well you've been listening to episode 262 of the tony stick podcast I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Leprechaun Andy. Yeah. I'll see you later.